Hey, welcome to the Generation One Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about distractions. I don't know if you've been distracted before, but I can almost guarantee you probably have. I'll speak for myself. I've been distracted by my phone, I've been distracted by people, and I've been distracted by situations that have kept me from being able to be locked in on the things that I'm called to do. And it's so important and so crucial that we stay focused in this season and in every season. To be in season and out of season, we have to be focused on what we're called to do. We have to be focused on what God has called us to do. And it's so easy to become distracted. But I want to help you. We at Generation One want to help you with things that we've learned, with practical tools, as well as spiritual disciplines that we've been able to put into practice in our own lives and see how it helps us stay focused and locked into the things that we're called to do. But without further ado, let's get into this conversation. I'll see you at the end. I have some incredible things to tell you about. But right now, let's talk about distractions. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Generation One Podcast. I am here with my squad, with the Gen One squad. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in today. What are we going to be talking about, y'all? Distraction, my boy. Distractions. Distractions. We are going to be talking about dealing with distractions. I think that in the world we live in today, there's nothing more true than the fact that we are so distracted. We're being pulled on from every single side. We're being pulled on from social media. We're being pulled on from relationships. We're being pulled on from work and life and career and all these things. So how do we qualify what distractions are, right? I think that this is a great topic for us to dive into. And I want to start with this question. What is the biggest distraction that you feel like you've personally dealt with? And how did you navigate that distraction? I'm going to go. Okay. So the biggest distraction that I have dealt with was, were men. Men were my biggest distractions. I literally used to idolize my previous relationships and that I would literally put a halt on my purpose. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know what my calling was. I heard people talk about theirs. I saw creatives creating and I was just like, you know, the person that I'm with right now, they're already doing something. Let me just like pour into them. When This is my blessing right here, my tangible blessing right here. He's not a distraction. That's why it's so important to seek God and God will highlight and show you the healthy versions of what were distractions. And now he's over here pushing me in my purpose. That's incredible. No, that's really powerful. And I think that I'm going to define it in this way because I was told this. um, I I think it might have been PT. If it wasn't PT, it was Bishop Jakes, which both obviously we all know are like incredible men of God Mm -hmm. and, and just live an incredible life of integrity and and they have beautiful marriages but they actually said i think it was pt i don't know where my wife's at but she would tell me but he said that marriage and partnership actually is a distraction but it's a good one yeah and thank god you guys have a good distraction and not a distraction in the sense of like oh when i'm with them it's only about them but it takes time. Your relationship yeah. takes time. So we've defined it now. You guys have something that's actually a good distraction. It's actually good that you have this because it's healthy. And in the grand scheme, it's really not a distraction because you guys are calling each other higher and leading each other in your purposes and in what God created you to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. And I think that relationships can be a huge distraction when they're not from God. When they're not the right one, the wrong relationship can derail you. The wrong relationship is a huge distraction. So if you're in a relationship right now and you feel like something's not right, you don't have peace, I would say to you right now, you got to get out of there. You got to get out of that relationship because everything that you should 
have from God should also serve you. It should also serve your purpose. So if that person isn't serving you and isn't serving your purpose, they're not for you. Mm -hmm. Just point blank period. They're not for you. Mm -hmm. I like what you said right there. I mean, just real quick, even a good relationship can be a distraction because yeah. it can become an idol in your life. Yeah. You wow. know, like, so you have a lot of good things in your life that God has given us. And then we put that before God. So our priority list gets a little mixed up. So even if it is a good thing, it's like, all right, now I'm pouring more time into this than I am my time with wow. God. Right. You know, we're waking up to be with our partner and not waking up to be with God. So now our sequence is messed up. Yeah. So, wow. so even good things he blesses us with can become distractions from what, from what truly matters, which is connecting with him first. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's so true. Like, because God, God has to be the priority. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God, to your point, God gives us these beautiful visions and these beautiful things. And because it came from God, it's easy to make that thing our God. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, you know, I shared with the team, it's not like we're down on our knees worshiping that thing or whatever, but we're giving it all of our attention. Yeah. That's a distraction. So you have mm -hmm. to have the healthy balance of, yes, you want to steward the thing that God gave you well. You want to, you know, go forward to it. You want to pour into it. You want to be able to do it and, and be faithful. But also remember and recognize God is the number one priority. Mm -hmm. So for, for those of you who haven't answered this question yet, what is the biggest distraction you feel like you've dealt with and how did you navigate it? I mean, naturally, I feel like I got to go next because, one, I feel like it ties into what my lady just said, like, my biggest distraction was lust. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. and had I not gotten a hold of that thing, I wouldn't be able to show up in this relationship healthy, mm -hmm. right? I would, um, I wouldn't intentionally go out of my way to look at women, but mm -hmm. I would see women and I wouldn't remove my eyes from it, wow. right? Because naturally, as a man, as a woman, you're going to see somebody that's attractive, but it becomes lust when you stare and you mm -hmm. say, Hey man, you know, ooh, ooh, bop, bop, bop. you know, yeah. like when you go into these fantasies and you create these these scenarios in your mind, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. And lust is the sin, right? The action necessarily is not the sin, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what y'all know me. I'm the guy that talks about his porn overcoming that addiction, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like what happened was I had an unhealthy um, vision of a woman's body, mm -hmm. and wow. because of that. It led me down a road to an action that wasn't healthy. That's mm -hmm. powerful. You feel mm -hmm. me? So yeah. lust was my thing. That's incredible. That's I, I heard this once, and I hope I don't butcher it, but it said that attraction is not the sin. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're attracted to people or attracted to you know women, men, whatever, whatever you're attracted to, that's not necessarily the sin. Mm -hmm. The sin is when you take action on the attraction. Yeah. yeah. Because when sin is a seed, right, and it gets planted then it becomes something that you now, you watered it because you gave your attention to it. Mm -hmm. And then once you gave your attention to it, you took action on it. And now you found yourself in a scenario where it's like, I'm in this predicament where I, there's no way for me to get out of it. Mm -hmm. So just because you're attracted to somebody, that doesn't mean that it's a, it's a problem, but it becomes a problem when it's unhealthy and you try to take action on that thing yeah. and, and you prioritize that because you're putting so much value on that connection or that person or that, uh, you know, that attraction based off of this fantasy to your point that you created in your mind. Mm -hmm. oh, that's powerful. Yeah. I think for me, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but I, I feel like one of my biggest distractions has been doubt. Wow. Mm. Um, I have literally, I've literally, it's led to procrastination. Mm -hmm. um, it's led to self-esteem issues. 
I, I would like escape in my mind and make excuses for things and like rationalize them in my head. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I'm missing my purpose. Like I'm telling myself, but you didn't have this, you didn't have that. You're not this, you're not that. I'm not even trying. Like I'm, I don't know. I literally get lost in this pool of doubt and there's moments where I'm like, well, that's good enough. That's fine. Like mm -hmm. I, I hope this is making sense. It, makes guys. it does. It does. It's like you limit yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like you stay in that place of fear mm -hmm. and it like holds you. Right. 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 So is that what no, literally it holds, <laughs> yeah. it holds me there. Yeah. Cause you like, like doubt, like derailed you. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've never really seen it that way. Cause I think I always identify the, where I'm at when I am derailed. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Oh, I'm procrastinating. I'm doing this and doing that. But that actually does stem from doubt. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. if I if I actually had full confidence in the thing that I'm procrastinating, I'd be running at it. Right. But at first you have faith and then next thing you know you have this disbelief that comes up right. and this doubt and it's like, Well, yeah. would it really happen like that? What is it really gonna happen in this time? Yeah. And then I start to pull back right. and then yeah. I start to procrastinate and then I start to get lazy and then mm -hmm. I start to put other things in front of it. Right. So what you said makes perfect sense and actually gave me a revelation right there. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I think the thing that we'll say about distractions and I'll share my biggest distraction that I feel like was a, a distraction in my life. But the thing about a distraction is what it does is it does derail you from going after your purpose. Mm -hmm. It completely takes you off the course because now your focus is on that thing, whatever that thing is, your focus on is on that distraction and it completely removes you from being able to focus on your calling, your purpose, on what God has called you to do. So you have to know that whatever the distraction is, that it's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, you should see a distraction as an attack. Mm -hmm. Distraction should be an offense in your mind. You should see mm -hmm. it as like, Oh no, what, what is this? Yeah. What, what's happening right now? Mm -hmm. yep. Because I'm after something. I'm after becoming everything that God's called me to be. I'm after the calling on my life. I'm after my purpose. I don't have time to be distracted by whatever, fill in the blank, whatever that distraction is. You don't have time. Your life is precious and you have powerful things to do. Mm -hmm. So you have to see that, that distraction as an offense, mm -hmm. as an attack to your purpose. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, That's good. That is. Yeah. 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 I'd say, yeah, go ahead. I think one of the biggest things is like you have to know yourself and call yourself out mm -hmm. because you know what the distractions are. No one else is going to be like, are you supposed to be doing that? Because you can even look productive while you're paying attention to a distraction or Yikes. or like in the action of a distraction and no one else knows. They're like, oh, she's on her thing. And little do they know you're really supposed to be doing something else. Mm. So. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me let me jump in That's there powerful. because my biggest distraction to date was the things that I thought I was called to do. The things that I thought were my purpose. The person I thought I wanted to be. And I didn't even realize it because I was like, oh no, I, I'm going after my dream. I want to pursue this acting thing and this entertainment thing. And I want to, you know, make these films and do all this stuff and become this famous actor. That's what I thought I wanted. So I was going after that with everything I had. Mm -hmm. Little did I know that wasn't the thing. Now granted, God used it and it led me to the thing. And there may still be a purpose for that in my life where I am called to use my gifts in that way. But I was so focused on going after that that I made that my idol. I made that, I made that God. I was like, no, I'm going after this. I'm going to lay my life down on, on it for, for going after these auditions. I will go to whatever extreme I have to go to to get that thing. And I, I prioritized that over God. But the thing is, I didn't know. I didn't know. 
So I almost wonder if there's somebody who's watching that doesn't know that what you're going after right now is not actually what God has for you. Mm -hmm. And you keep running into dead end after dead end after dead end. You're going after the thing. You're chasing it down. You're hustling up. You know, you're grinding. Mm -hmm. But you keep running into dead ends. Mm -hmm. I think you should pause and ask God, God, what is your calling for my life? Mm -hmm. What is your plan for my life? Mm -hmm. And let God show you what his plan is. Because he will. And more often than not, when he does, all the things that you are passionate about and that you love, somehow, some way, will weave into your purpose. Mm -hmm. But you have to be in alignment with the call of God and the plan that he has for your life. Because that's the thing that will never fail. Yes. Absolutely. That just reminded me, like, dead end after dead end. is. It reminds me of, like, when we're praying for something and we keep getting a no and we keep getting a no and a no and a no. Wow. My buddy the other night was talking about that. He was he was saying, you keep praying and like, God's not answering. He's like, no, he is answering. He's just saying no. And yeah. you don't yeah. like it. Or and so it's funny. Nothing. He's saying nothing and yeah. you need to sit still and wait for the answer. Yeah. But like sometimes it's it's just straight up a no. And like, I'm not blessing that path because that's not for you. Mm. Yeah. And so that's interesting. Like that, that dead end after dead end. After a while, you got to stop and, and ask yourself why yeah. you know you got to assess like what's going on am i building in an area that is not for me and yeah. that's protection because yes. there are some people where they will keep building and they make this whole life for themselves that was never for them so you got to know that god loves you if he's stopping you with dead end after dead end and no after no he's trying to really stop you and say sure. i got a plan for you mm -hmm. and i'm not even letting you go any further yeah. until yeah. you really see it and Absolutely. also to that bro it's it's something to say that obviously you know we get dead end after dead end but mm -hmm. There also is something in what you're actually the moment you're in right now, mm -hmm. right? Maybe you're called to steward that place. Me specifically, I remember I was working a job and I was praying, God, let me, you know, if this is it, if this is for me, let me know. If this is not where I'm supposed to be, get me up out of here. And God's like, nah, you're going to leave, but you're going to leave when your assignment is done. So you're assigned to a space for a reason. Mm -hmm. If it's a dead end, you might have to change your perspective and see the thing the right way. Ask God, you could change your prayer. Say, God, show me why I'm here instead of mm -hmm. saying, God, pull me out of this place because wow. there's a reason you're there. Mm -hmm. Your light is needed in that room. Mm -hmm. Your salt in that That's room. Incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Your, your purpose never changes, but your assignment does. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you have to know what your assignment is. Every yeah. time you're in any atmosphere, whether it's work or a relationship or whatever, you should be asking God, what is my assignment in this moment? What would you have no. me to do in this moment? How would you have me speak to this person in this moment? What is my assignment? Because we can't afford to live directionless. That's why we're talking about distractions because we can't afford to, to just live randomly. We're not mm -hmm. random. We're called with a purpose. And this is for every single person. You are called with a purpose. Mm -hmm. You can't afford to live randomly. So mm -hmm. whenever distractions come, again, back to that point, you have to see it as an attack against your purpose. You have to. Yeah. That's yeah. really powerful. I think the scariest thing about distractions is that it takes up room and time. Wow. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm, I agree, like be still and, you know, wait, but I'm big on like making room because we do serve a jealous God. Mm -hmm. And if we don't make room for him, I mean, he's not going to, he's not, he might, he might like <laughs> to your point, but yeah. we have to make room for God. And I think with distractions, we're focusing obviously on just all these things and we're filling the space that we really should be like filled with the Lord and Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's scary. Yeah. When you said that, that just made me think when you are paying attention to another voice or when you're 
paying attention to the sh- distractions so much, God's voice gets a little bit quieter. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's gentle and he's consistent. But when you're so focused on something else, it's like you're drowning out his voice. That's why when you say make room, that's intentionality. Mm-hmm. That's literally looking at distraction and being like, no, 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 I'm, I'm seeking the kingdom. Like I'm, I'm, I'm focused on God. So it's really, it's a decision. Mm-hmm. It really is a decision. I love mm-hmm. that because because sometimes it's, it's not even quieter, but it's competing. Yeah, you know, it's like music. Like when you have a, like if, if you see an artist whole like track like all, track after track, they have a hundred tracks of all these different things, all these different instruments, and they blend together. And you can you know it sounds great and everything, but like if you just just highlight just the vocals, you can wow. hear just the vocals. So like mm-hmm. if you mute all those other things, you'll hear God's voice way clearer. Right. That's incredible. That's you know? really I want to talk about Jesus. Because one thing about Jesus that you can look at when you look at his life in the scriptures is that he constantly made sure to get away from the noise, to get away from the distractions, to draw into the wilderness or to draw to the mountaintop so that he could meet with God. Why did he meet with God? Because he understood what he actually said in Matthew 6.33. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Meaning that everything that you're wanting and desiring that is for you from God is there but you have to be focused on what he's doing. Jesus also said, I- I'm here to do the will of my father. Like, that's what he continually said. He said, I'm doing not unto myself, but unto what my father is telling me to do. Because he was so locked in and focused. So we should look at the life of Jesus and say, oh, you got away from all the noise. Yeah. Because that was all distractions. You needed to hear from God so you actually had direction for your life. Mm-hmm. That's how Jesus moved. Yeah. And we have to move like he moved. When I move, you move. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> and in the morning, he would go and pray. So he had yeah. directions yeah. for his day. Yes. You know, I know my day is messed up when I just get up and go throughout it and you try and fit God in later you yeah. know it's like all right you already made all your own decisions and directed yourself all day and then you play catch up you can know? you talk yeah. about that the importance of how you start your day like for you just your your personal yeah. story of how how do you start your day absolutely I got it well if I'm not distracted I start my day. Yeah, exactly. If I'm not distracted because I didn't share my distraction. It's my phone. Wow. My phone is my distraction, you know, because you wake up and I used to be really good about it. When I did start my day well, I would wake up and you don't touch your phone for a couple hours. I don't care if you're texting me, calling me. You're not getting in touch with me for a couple hours. I got to be up. I got to worship. I got to pray. I got to read the Bible. I got to journal. I got to see where I'm at in this moment. I got to see how I feel after last night. You got to see where you're at. Like, well, who am I today and, and going into this day? Mm-hmm. Because you might not know. You might have been offended the night before or, you, or something might be bothering you. Wow. But you haven't checked in with yourself, so you don't know. So you mm-hmm. just get up and you run into the day mm-hmm. and you're random. And so I like to get up and see who am I right now sit with God, get yeah. instructions for the day because he is an intimate God yeah. and he gives us daily bread. So if he has daily bread, I need to know what that is. What's my instruction for today? Because I'm, I'm a freelancer. So I, I kind of, we work random hours, you know, we'll film here, we'll film there, we'll edit here, edit there. So it's random. What's my day look like now? Yeah. Am I editing this thing? Am I editing that thing? But when I wake up and just run in and think I know everything, mm-hmm. I could be doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. Wow. So it keeps me intimate with him. It keeps me checking in like, What's in today? Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to tag really onto good. that because yeah. it's you, you said something about almost this arrogant assumption that you you've lived this day before. Mm-hmm. Every single day is a new day. It's a day that the Lord made for you. To Jalen's point, he said that there's daily bread. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes we just feel like, oh, I know what today is going to hold. You don't. 
It's a brand new day. You woke up on a brand new day. And it's not out of religious obligation that we seek God first. It's out of the knowing that God saw this day already. Mm -hmm. So I need to seek him because he's already seen this day from the beginning to the end of it. So I need insight and revelation and wisdom from heaven to navigate this day because I've never been here before, but God has. Mm -hmm. And that's why you do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Let me ask you all this. Ooh, this is real good because you touched on your phone and I got my phone in my hand. This is where our questions are. But how do you stay focused on what's important in a world full of distractions? You go to God first. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, you go to God first. And as you're spending time with him, you attain the focus that you need. And then when something comes at you as a distraction, it's highlighted and it's like, and you get that feeling like you know it's a distraction mm -hmm. so you the best thing to do is call it and be like mm, if i do that that's going to lead me astray so i feel like it's highlighted when you after you spend time with god because the other things are like it's like mm, that's different everything that comes from god like the focus the, the next step it comes with love it comes with peace right wow. sometimes it comes with a little stretching mm -hmm. um but when it's something that isn't from god you're like mm, that doesn't feel right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. so what would I mean what would you to that point like what would you guys say to the person that just doesn't feel like it like I know it, it's wrong to be like, I don't feel like God today I don't feel like worshiping I don't want mm -hmm. really want to read my Bible I'd rather scroll on my phone like how do you really overcome that because that's a natural human emotion mm -hmm. and I feel like we have to get to a place where like we need God like we mm -hmm. need everything yeah. else like water or whatever like we need god but mm -hmm. like how do you in distractions and like the easy answer is we'll just focus on god what if you just don't feel like it like i know that mm -hmm. sounds bad but like what do you guys do on those days there's a lot of things that i don't feel like doing there's a lot of things that i don't feel like doing <laughs> but i have to do mm -hmm. yeah. i'll give you a real simple one i don't feel sometimes i might wake up and be like and and this might be gross but sometimes i might wake up and be like i don't feel like i want to brush my teeth right now <laughs> I know it sounds gross, but seriously, and, and, and I'm like, but I know I have to do that because if I don't, I'm going to have stank breath, probably get cavities, and have rotten teeth. And you're going to offend somebody. I'm going to offend somebody. <laughs> and, and, and I know that's a funny reference, and I'm laughing myself, but I say that to say. <laughs> you're have rotten teeth. <laughs> what is happening? Rotten teeth. Let me gather my breath. He just going to get a cavity or a little, a little yellow. I'm going to have rotten teeth. What is Ren going to say about that? Teeth. I have a wife that uh -oh. I, I don't want to show up what she want to say? rotten teeth. To. <laughs> that is good. I'm probably I still love red. you, baby, but your teeth. <laughs> exactly. But, but here's the thing. It's funny, but you're probably listening and you're like, yeah, like I wouldn't want to walk into the day without brushing my teeth. That's gross. Well, the same thing is when you don't want to prioritize God, you're, going, you're, you're not going to experience the results. You have to see God as a priority. So I mm -hmm. think it begins with to your answer, the answer was in your question. It begins with you changing the way you see it. Because if you change the way you see it, you'll prioritize it because you're like, oh, I know that if I don't do this, mm -hmm. the results I get aren't gonna be good. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna live a, a day that's distracted or random, or I'm gonna end the day and I'm gonna be upset mm -hmm. because I didn't live this day to the fullest of what it was intended for. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was gonna, go ahead, bro. Do you think? Yeah, I'm just saying like, uh, it's, it has to be important to you, and you have to find that out for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, we can say it all day, put yeah. God as a priority, but that's because we found that out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, before, you could have told me that, put God first, and that was great, 
and but once it's I cute. really knew him, yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah, it didn't mean everything to me. Because yeah. mm-hmm. when you yeah. know him and you see the way he works in your life and you see that he actually does have the best plan, mm-hmm. that he always leads you to the perfect place at the perfect time, then you, you value that. Yeah. And that's important to you. So then you know if I don't follow him this way, it could go a different route. Mm-hmm. And it, might, it won't be the best route. Mm-hmm. So you got to see that's important to you. It's like when you, when you eat and drink everything you want and you skip the gym as often as you want, you look a certain way and you feel a certain way. And it just is what it is. It's a physical representation mm-hmm. of where your spirit is at. Boom, if you just good. put anything in you and you just don't spend time with him, it just is what it is. You're not strong. You're not wow. built up. You're not withstanding anything. You're very weak. You're very shattered. Yeah. And so you sit with God even when you don't feel good mentally. And, and the thing is, that's the good thing about him. He cares about that. Right. Yeah. He cares about our hearts. It, there's, a, there's thousands of scriptures. There's so many scriptures about how much he cares about yeah. us and what we're going through. And so even if you don't feel like meeting with him because of the space you're in, you can bring that to him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so he, you got to see him as a priority in your life for that reason. Like, okay, I trust you because I've seen the results. Yeah. So no, that's yeah. real. God's worth it. Like yeah. God is worth fighting through the distraction for yeah. because there's been moments in my life where I did not want to go and get into worship. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. But I said, if I can, what would happen? Mm-hmm. And I did it and I realized uh, maybe I didn't feel up to it at first and, and uh, I just didn't feel like doing it. But then I got into that place of worship and it was like everything I needed. So I would encourage you to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it a shot. Say, you know what? I'm going to go and get to a quiet place, whether it's in my closet at my house or maybe your bedroom, maybe your bathroom. Maybe it's your car. My car happens to be my place of worship. I will go and sit in the car because nobody can hear me sometimes. And uh, I can get quiet and get still. And if I push through and fight through the distractions that are going on in my mind, all the thoughts of everything running through my mind, if I can push through that and get to a place of worship, God will give me everything I need and then some. And then when I walk out of there, I'm a better husband to my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm a better friend. Mm-hmm. I'm a better leader. I'm, a better, uh, st- I'm better at stewarding the thing that God's called me to do, like Generation 1 that we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Because I said, I'm going to fight through the distractions. And I'm going to fight through all these thoughts and get to the place where God can speak to me because I need it. It is everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything. Good. You know, I want to I speak to something you said, bro, because it's like, it's so many ways for you to just do stuff and be good by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says narrow is the path to righteousness, oh, yeah. but yeah. wide is the road to destruction. Mm-hmm. Right? So you probably on this wide road thinking you smooth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You, oh man, I got my nice little whatever yeah. I'm driving, but you don't even know. You leading yourself because that's the thing. You're leading yourself to somewhere you don't even know where it's headed. Wow. Right? Yeah. But if you get on a path that's ordained for you. Mm-hmm. You'll be good. And it, it kind of ties in how your original question, how do you stay focused in a world full of distraction? Mm. You are intentional about removing distraction. Yes. You got to throw your phone out the house sometimes. Maybe not out the house. That's drastic. But put it under your pillow. Put it yeah. on vibrate. Right. Yeah. You got to not get on your computer. Yeah. You got it. For me, it's my music. You know what I'm saying? I put on my, I put on my music. I create my music. But if I don't go to God first, whatever I create going to be trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when I say trash, it's going to be trash to God. It might not be a, a pleasant aroma to his nose. Mm-hmm. You get me? Because I can create something good by myself. But if I include the Holy Spirit, it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So Excellent. It's going to be beneath be you. Right. Your, your level that you could be creating with. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because good. when you create with your identity, I feel like I say this every time I get on the microphone. Because mm-hmm. your identity is everything. It is. But if you don't know who you are when you show up in a room, you're going to... 
the room is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Wow. Someone needs to hear that, though. Like, the, uh, what you said earlier, though, about the path. Like, there is a path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God has a path for you. Um, and it's it's already written. Mm-hmm. It's designated. You came here with a purpose. That's yeah. why you are here. Absolutely. And there's something that he can use you with in the earth. So I like what you said. You know, wide is the gate. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way that leads to life. But, like, there is a path that you can walk. Yeah. And so even th- there's a lot of Christians who are walking their lives out and they got faith in everything yeah but they are seeing the life they want and they're asking god to you know open doors there and bless this and bless that but god's like i have a path for you though and so you just have to jump onto his path and it takes trust and it takes faith and that's why a lot of times in the church we say believe 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 god priority this priority that but you got to really know him sometimes before you trust that path absolutely there's actually a passage of scripture in proverbs uh 23 and 7 and it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps Mm -hmm. of a righteous man, woman, whoever, your steps are ordered by the Lord. Now you have to make the decision of whether or not you're going to walk in those ordered steps. Mm -hmm. You have to walk in the steps that were ordered for your life because you had steps that were ordered before you got here. Literally, you had steps that were ordered for your life before you even got here. And God said, if I can just get them to align with the steps that I have right there for them, if you've ever seen that picture of the footprints in the sand, you're supposed to walk in those steps because they're already there for you. The sand won't be as rough. It won't be as hard because it's already made for your feet. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able yeah. to walk in a path that was already ordained for your life. So that's why ordered steps and being able to walk out the plan that God has for your life is everything. Yeah. I'm going to ask you guys this, and I'm really excited because this <laughs> is for the person right now who's watching that is distracted. Yeah. What would you say to that person right now who's distracted? They're distracted right now. They've got all this noise. They've got social media blowing up on their phone or they've got craziness happening in their family life or their relationship is on the rocks and it's really crazy, but they're distracted. What would you say to that person right now? I mean, this doesn't really sound nice, but I think you have to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be okay with sacrificing. Wow. When you look at, I mean, even in the Old Testament, there was always some type of sacrifice. You talk about like your music men acting editing like these are things we love Mm -hmm. right that's a sacrifice Mm. for like for god and i think you have to look at it as that like god i'm i'm giving this to you i'm i'm sacrificing this like for you i don't know Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah absolutely because that's it you know you, you brought it up but i got to a place with the acting career the influence like you know having having a platform as a social media influencer I got to the place where I said, God, I lay this all down for you. Mm -hmm. And it really was a sacrifice because everything that I built in the years prior of me moving to Los Angeles was stripped like this, thing by thing. I lost it. I lost it. I literally, everything I built, I lost to a certain degree. But I always had peace. And God, now I look at my life and I'm like, he's restored it times 10. Like he's restored it times 10 and it's better than I could have ever imagined. And it was worth it. Yeah, it was a sacrifice. And some of it, I honestly didn't even have the choice. (laughs) But because I gave God the hard yes, Mm -hmm. he gave me what I needed to become who I am today and who I'm becoming every single day. So Mm -hmm. I love that you said that. What would you you guys say? What are you saying to that person? You just set me up with an alley-oop because (laughs) this whole time I've been thinking, when you go and, like, give someone flowers that is still alive, you say thank you for your yes. Mm -hmm. So that connects with a no that they they didn't take. Like, they had the decision. This ties back to when you were like, what if you're distracted and you don't want to do it? You're deciding to focus on the phone. But, no, the great people said, 
yes, I'm going to be greater. Yes, I'm going to look at the woman or the man that I want to be in the future. And I'm going to step towards that instead of staying stagnant. Mm -hmm. And what is the saying? Like irony is doing the same thing over and over and expecting wow. change. Yes. Like you have to say yes to stepping out mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. I love you that said that because I was in my spirit this morning. You said uh, stepping towards uh, the man or woman you want to become. Mm -hmm. It was it was like, let us go on. Like, it's just mm -hmm. in my heart for, like, the body, for, like, all of us. Like, let us go forth. Mm -hmm. Like, let us stop staying here in this area. Like, let us go forth. Like, God has more for us. Mm -hmm. And these distractions are keeping us pinned to these moments that are no longer for us. We have wow. more on the other side. And all we have to do is just keep stepping forward. Mm -hmm. But we keep just being stagnant because of what we're looking at. Mm -hmm. But God's like, I'm over here now. Now. like let's let's go forth come on like keep walking with me i got more for you yeah, you know what i mean so that's, that's good. good yeah i guess to the person that i would say that's distracted right now i mean it, with anything in life if you're taking steps towards something there's going to be trial and error mm -hmm. so coming out of distraction is going to be something that you have to be aware that you're going to stumble back into mm -hmm. you know so yes. Be gracious with yourself as you fight for your focus. Absolutely. And it's a fight. You got to fight for it. Just like you got to fight for peace. You got to fight for love. You got to fight for everything else. Right? But a lot of those things that we fight for can become a distraction. Even our fight can become distraction. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like don't worry about the other side. Just be present right now. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, all right, I'm going to try my hardest mm -hmm. today to not be distracted. Yeah, that's you know. We'll tie this in right here. Uh, um, distraction only works because of something you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Because we can't just say distraction is just an attack. Yeah. Because sin is not just sin. In James, it says uh, each man like sin is conceived after they, after their own evil desire that they already have. So yep. like, you have your own evil desire, and then that becomes sin. Yeah. So your own evil desire in you then that that's what the temptation spoke to mm -hmm. and led you into sin wow. so you are distracted because there's something in you that is getting with that distraction yeah. that distraction only works for that reason yeah. and so you have to ask yourself why are you distracted like why is this allowing me to be distracted what am i running from what it, what is making this distraction so easy for me mm -hmm. or you just need to be serious about your purpose and mm -hmm. understand that time is ticking right. and that you do ticking. have purpose and that you are special and that you are loved and you have something to contribute to this world so you're not just random and just living and can watch whatever netflix show you want whenever you want yeah. and listen to whatever you want and build your whole life but you have something amazing to offer to the world and god actually mm -hmm. has something amazing for you it's not all about just being used but god actually has blessings for you too yeah, yeah. and you're missing out on those while you're distracted so yeah. bro you i feel like me and Jalen been piggybacking off each other this whole jump bro mm -hmm. but you you spark um, thought and memory in my head about when PT was talking about like but going back to your original point about how you start your day mm. PT made a reference uh, where he said there's a you that's battling the real you mm. so wow. it's two versions of you yeah. right you got your flesh and you got the version of God I mean the version of you that God is calling you to be so those two things are warring as soon as you wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And you have to take a moment to go in your prayer closet. Even if it's just laying in your bed. All right, God, let's do it. Where we at? Mm -hmm. That's a check-in. Mm -hmm. yes. You got to check in with yourself. Mm -hmm. So in order to avoid the distraction of the day, you have to war with the thing that's warring against you to yeah. make you distracted. Mm -hmm. It's Excellent. yourself, your flesh. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. That's so good. Bro, that's it says so they're two opposing good. forces. Bro. Yeah. Our spirit and our flesh are opposing forces mm -hmm. within us. Bro. Yeah. I'm gonna stop looking at you because I know we're, <laughs> we're in a flow. <laughs> yeah. Look right here. Do you have anything that you would say to that person, though? Um, because before we close out, I want to know what would you say 
and, and, and you can answer it and make it your own, but, but what do you say to the person who's distracted? Like, what would you say to them? I, when I talked about sacrifice, I, re, I really meant, th- I think we have to get used to the feeling of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like it would feel less like a sacrifice, more of like an offering to wow. God. Yeah, um, that's real. And then even really what you said is like knowing you're going to fail. Yeah. And that's okay. Because I struggle with that. So I'm like, why even go after it sometimes if I know I'm going to go back into the sin or go back into mm-hmm. the lust, whatever. Mm-hmm. But knowing like that's going to happen and preparing your mind for that, I think that's big as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But what would you say, Ty? I would say, to be honest, um, you know, because I think all of this can kind of tie in. At the end of the day, distractions are going to come. Mm-hmm. And the enemy is going to use distractions and things to distract you. He's going to even use your flesh. Yeah. to open a door for him to send more and more distractions because at the end of the day the enemy wants to derail you from your purpose he doesn't yeah. want you to become everything that god created you to be right. because if you did that everyone that's connected to you could change yeah. could be called closer to christ mm. could literally live their life full of purpose so what i would say to the person is you've got to take yourself seriously you've got to understand when the bible says be sober be vigilant for your enemy prowls about like a roaring lion what it's saying is be sober-minded don't be drunk with distractions Mm -hmm. it doesn't just apply to alcohol it doesn't Mm -hmm. just apply to you know whatever those things are don't be drunk with distractions yeah some of us are drunk with distractions right now and we're walking around all woozy and we're not able to actually fulfill our purpose because we're drunk Mm -hmm. and then it says be vigilant be watchful Mm -hmm. so that means you need to be aware you need to be watching you need to say "Ah, is that a distraction Mm -hmm. it is Ah, is that a distraction? Mm, it is. Like the matrix, you should be dodging these distractions when they come mm-hmm. and, and get yourself into a place where you say, I have to take my life and my calling and my purpose seriously. Mm. We don't have time to waste. And yes, you know, you should have grace for yourself because at the end of the day, failure isn't actually failure. Failure helps you because you learn something more about yourself so that when it comes again, you now have more strategy to attack that thing and mm-hmm. triumph over it. Mm-hmm. So you have to have grace for yourself because Jesus came and gave grace freely. So you should have grace in the process. But also understand that grace is not there to just keep you comfortable and stuck. Mm-hmm. Grace is there to say, all right, you, you may have got knocked down, but guess what? We never actually fall. Yeah, that's yeah. We never actually fall. Yeah. If we continue to get up, to rise up, and sometimes we might need someone, a friend, a family member, a pastor, a leader to, to help us get up on our feet again. We mm-hmm. might need, literally just need the spirit of God to help us get back up on our feet again. But if we can get back up and say, I'm going after my purpose, mm-hmm. God will honor that. And you will be much more fulfilled because of it. Sure. Yeah. So, and can, oh. no, you got it. I mean, can you imagine if like everyone woke up and did that yeah. and just really walked in a purpose and removed the distractions and focused on God? Mm-hmm. I think Pastor Roosevelt said it in loading part two, like it's not a shortage of God's power. It's a shortage of God's people. Mm-hmm. And even when we look at like Sodom and Gomorrah, like God was going to save that city if there was enough people, but there just wasn't. Mm-hmm. So Jeez, I don't powerful. know. Wow. 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 Yeah. That's big. The laborers are few, but the harvest is plenty. Yeah. Harvest is plenty. Yeah. The harvest is plenty. Mm-hmm. And, and the harvest is, is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about that, the harvest is a beautiful thing because it's sustainability. It sustains you. You, you can literally live off of it. Uh, it. It is resources in some cases. It's everything. Yeah. Uh, but the laborers are few. What if we had many? Mm-hmm. What if we had many laborers? Yeah. How great would that harvest be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that this conversation is so powerful. And... We may even do a part two. Let us know in the comments down below yeah. on this YouTube video or on the podcast. Whatever you got to do to let us know, hey, we want to hear part two about distractions. But yeah. we want to hear from you because at the end of the day, these conversations are happening here, but we want them to happen in your life yeah. because you 
are God's purpose. You are God's plan and you deserve to live your life to what he created you to do. Mm -hmm. So we're grateful. Um, subscribe to this YouTube channel, like this uh, podcast, like this YouTube video, share it with a friend mm -hmm. and seriously share it with a friend. Mm -hmm. Like that helps more than anything. If you see a clip on social media from us, post it to your story. It goes away in 24 hours anyway. Just post it because <laughs> yeah. somebody in your life might need it. And listen, you don't even have to do anything. All you have to do is hit that little arrow button, post it on your story. And guess what? Somebody's going to see it. Even if it's only 10 people that watch your story, it doesn't matter. Those 10 people, out of those 10 people, there might be somebody who needed that word. So share it. Share the video. Share it on social media. Share it with your friends. Text the link to your auntie, your uncle. I don't, I don't care. Just share it. Um, but we love you so much. Thank you for joining us for this Generation One podcast. And we will catch you next time. Peace. I just pray that that conversation blessed you and that you got some tools and some strategies for whenever distractions come up against you. And I actually want to take a moment. I want to pray for the person who right now feels like, man, there's so many things going on in life and I'm distracted right now. I want to pray for you that even as you were watching the podcast, I feel like someone's phone was buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and vying for your attention. I want to pray for you right now that God would give you the divine strategy to be able to navigate distractions as they come, that you would be able to be locked in and focused on what he's called you to do. And I want to pray for you right now. Now, that you would have the ability to do that and then you would have the discernment to know what is a distraction in the name of Jesus I'm praying for you right now and I'm believing that God's giving you breakthrough in this moment and I just want to take a moment as well if you were blessed by this podcast please please take a moment to sow into what we're doing here at Generation One. We have so much that's coming for you and we have so much that we cannot wait for you to get involved with. As a matter of fact, this Friday, we're going to be having a Zoom call. If you go to the link in our bio and you click get plugged in, you will be able to get plugged in so you can get emails to get into our Zoom call. We're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna talk to each other. We're gonna get to know one another and we're gonna talk about what is to come for Generation One in 2023. So you don't wanna miss it. That's for our tapped in community. Those who are really about the things of God, those who are really like, man, I want to be plugged into what Generation One is doing and I don't want to miss a beat. So make sure you get plugged in. But also for those who want to sew, again, the information is here. I'm going to put the QR code on the screen because when you sew, not only are you honoring what God is doing through Generation One and One, but you're also building your faith. I believe that whenever you sew into the things that God is doing, it's you sharpening your faith muscle because you're saying, God, I trust you with my resources. I know that this is good ground. And I believe God that on the other side of this is harvest and breakthrough and healing and the things that only can come from you. So I put my money where my mouth is. I put my heart on the line and I say, God, I want to place my value in the things of God and not in the things of the world, but I want to place my value in the kingdom. And I believe that on the other side of your seed, God will bring you a beautiful and bountiful harvest. And you will be able to testify that, man, I sowed and I watched God bring in a harvest and I reaped incredible blessings. And I was able to give more and be a blessing to those around me and the communities that I'm a part of. And I'm so grateful that you decided to join us today. Let us know on social media how this blessed you, what you thought. I want to hear from you. We want to connect with you because this is just the beginning for Generation One. And we want to hear from you. So let us know in the comments below if this blessed you. Put a thumbs up on this video and make sure you subscribe to the channel and to the Generation One channel because we have exclusive BTS content that's going to be coming to you and other things. You want to make sure that you're subscribed to the Generation One channel, to the One channel, and that you're here next Tuesday for Gen 1 Tuesdays. We love you. We'll catch you then. We'll see you. Peace.